Hi, valleys and laddies, and welcome to the Princess Pear podcast. I am, of course, your lovely host, Miss Princess Pear. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm sure you can hear why. I got a new microphone for my little podcast setup, which is the best, literally. I was just listening to how, like, the how much clearer the sound is now and it was really great also the not good part is that you guys can now hear my lisp so that's the best thing ever <laughs> but yeah i mean originally i was filming not filming i was recording the sound on a pair of headphones that i had found underneath my bed so this is obviously a huge step up so I hope you guys like the new sound quality, and happy 2021! Uh, We are now in the new year. We are in our prime. 2020 has left us for good. She's gone. She's not coming back. Uh, I think what's really funny about, you know, the new year is that uh, people on, like, New Year's Eve were like, all of our troubles are going to end when it turns 2020. And I mean, 2021. And it was like, well, uh, I mean, 2020 will be gone. So that's a plus. But also, like, COVID isn't going to miraculously end, like, the second it hits midnight, you know? A lot of our troubles were still dealing with the aftermath of 2020. That's really what, like, we should have, like, a movie called 2020 and then, like, the sequels. 2021, the aftermath of 2020. But that's like that's the best way to put it is a lot of our problems kind of started in 2020 or some problems started in 2020 like COVID that we're going to have to work through, you know? It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun, but most of those things should be ending by the end. I'm hoping they are because, you know, 2022 really needs to be my year. If 2021 can't be it, um, but, I mean, yeah, I'm off to a great start of the year. I got this new microphone for Christmas, and it was missing a piece, so I'm really blessed I can now record on the microphone after ordering the little piece. Um, something bad that happened to me, uh, is <laughs> actually not that bad. I, uh, decided to get a pink drink from Starbucks because, you know, A girl had a gift card, and it's not good. It really was a letdown. Uh, James Charles did lie to me. Uh, I really thought it was going to be the best thing ever. But, yeah, it just, it tasted like a smoothie, kind of, but, like, not, I don't know, not in a good way. It tasted kind of weird. But I feel bad about using plastic, so I'm now using the same cup as uh, a water bottle. So... I do have to continuously taste a little bit of pink drink in every sip of water I have. But, you know, that's just what you gotta do to be an eco-friendly gal. (laughs) So, I thought I was kind of, I would kind of reflect on my 2020 in this episode. I, so I think the biggest thing that really happened to me in 2020 was the fact that I moved and that was crazy. I think that nothing really could have prepared me for moving in a pandemic because I think 
especially since I wasn't going to be going into school at all. Nothing really could have prepared me for, like, the loneliness to kick in. And I know that kind of everybody's experienced this feeling. And I think that people, like, try to help and they try to be like, well, like, you know, like, everybody's kind of feeling this right now. So, yes, in that way, it kind of feels like the community, a community of loneliness in that in that sense but also like it doesn't it doesn't make it hurt any less I tried to like you know laugh it off and be like well like everybody's feeling this way right now it's not just me because like even if I was still right next door to like my friends I still wouldn't be able to see them so that's just kind of that's kind of the hard part and I think that like kind of leaving 2020 or going into 2020 I was also expecting it to like kind of be my year and I think I kind of something kind of clicked in me and I was like you know done trying to be friends with the people that obviously hated me (laughs) I was done like trying to band friendships where I didn't feel like I was I don't know what even to say. Because, like, I'm thankful for the people that were my friends. It just wasn't. It wasn't our time. And I think that that's also... That was also a really hard thing for me to learn in 2020 is you can be, like, acquaintances with people without, like, you know, giving them your entire heart and soul and, like, being sad they're not your best friend, you know? Because I think I was so ready to just, like, have friends that every person that came into my life, I kind of gave them the full life story. I gave them, like, every every bit of me I had. And even if it wasn't a straight-out rejection, it just made it hurt that hurt so much more because I kind of gave them everything I had in that moment. And it was hard, and I was, I'm allowed to you know, be sad about that, but I also needed to take, like, a step back and be like, hey, ooh, just, I think it's so hard to say, like, oh, just be yourself, but I think I just had to, like, be, be 100% organic, and I know I would like to know, like, what the exact like, week it was, because it was, like, something clicked in me, and I was, like, you know, uh, this, I have so many months left here, I'm just gonna do the best I can, and I kind of started dressing the way I wanted, I really kind of came into myself at least a little bit more than I had been, but, and still I had, like, that was when I really got to realize that, like, I, could have acquaintances without you know being their lifeline you know what I mean and I think that's hard for me sometimes to have those friendships where I'm not their number one person to call and I think that's always been hard for me because I'm used to having like one like best friend or like I'm used to like just being best friends with people and not really having any 
acquaintances. I don't know. And not saying that to make it seem like everybody wants to be my friend. Completely the opposite. Um, I have a few people that want to be my friends. And I keep them very close. And that's just the way I found to make friends. I wouldn't... I wouldn't say I recommend it, but I also wouldn't say I don't recommend it. It's worked for me, but I also wish I had some, like, regular friends, too. I don't know. I think that it's hard. I think for most people, it's hard to let people in. I think it's completely the opposite for me. I'm really good at letting people in. I'm not so good at asking people to leave or, like leaving a relationship like that sadly I wish that's also something I need to work on I think that I just need to be outwardly myself and be organic and try to make those friendships even if it's not easy and that's obviously not an easy goal to have when there's a pandemic going on but I will obviously do my best I don't know why I was talking in an accent that's kind of weird. Whoopsie. But yeah, I think that moving was definitely the biggest thing that happened. And I think just because I have had opportunities to like meet people and like make friends with people. And I think that my biggest like takeaway is don't go into something expecting anything. Because I went into, like, some of these things expecting I was going to make a friend. And I didn't. (laughs) Or, like, expecting that things were going to be the same as last time I talked to these people. And they weren't. So, it even if it wasn't a flat-out rejection, it felt like every time it didn't work out, it was a rejection. Because I was doing everything I could and I was putting myself out there so much that it felt like a flat-out rejection when I saw everybody else around me trying, at least from my expected ex- my perspective, from my perspective, seeing them, like, not, quote, try as hard as me and seeing them make these friendships so quickly. And I think that It's hard to be the new kid anywhere you go, and I think I've just gotten so used to it that when I'm not the new kid, I'm, like, the most annoying, like, super inclusion person where I'm like, oh, you want to join my kickball game? Like, no one, no, no one does, but I think that I need someone that has that same characteristic as me, someone going for inclusion like that and I think it's hard because I've been to a few places where you can tell that the inclusivity is just like a cover-up and it's not actually that which is which sucks so much and I think that that's also something I I'm trying to work on and trying to like preach to other people is don't even if it's like a nice characteristic don't fake being something you know 
don't fake being inclusive. You know what I mean? Of course, be a good person. That's bottom line. Be a good person. But don't fake being inclusive. Don't fake being someone that you can call at any point. You know, because I think there are so many good people out there. But there's so many people that. Just aren't those people, and they're not bad people. That's just not how they, they're not the best at, that's not where their passions or talent lies. They're not those people that are good at making connections like that, and I think that's also been hard for me because I want to be the person where I'm like, text me all the time, like, do this, like, just come over and I will give you this, like, talk to me about your problems, call me out on things, which I think, like, I, I mean, all those things, like, I don't know, all those things are, like, true on the bottom line, but also, like, I can't, I can't say these things without, like, before being, like, okay, if I tell this person they can call me at any point, like, I need to be by my phone, you know, not on my phone all the time, but be my be by my phone in case there's, like, something that they really need to talk about, you know? And I think unless, until the point that I can do that or to the point where I can really be there for people without it causing damage to me, I can't, like, say those things, you know? And I think just spreading myself too thin is also... I think a lot of my problems are once people come into my life, like, making sure that I don't make the same mistakes that I've made before. Like, my mom said a really good quote. I was in the car with her because I, uh, she was teaching how to drive because I'm, uh, a young fetus. (laughs) Um, we were in the car and she said something about, like, oh, like, when you're driving on the highway, like, you just have to, you know, don't run into people, but, like, you're allowed to take up space. And I was like, oh, hit me hard. Because, like, you know, I'm always worried about taking up too much space in the world. And she was like, yeah, like, you know you're allowed to take up space in the real world as well. Like, you're allowed to take up space. Like, nobody's mad at you for taking up space. And I'm like, oh, that really hit. But, like, that's... It shouldn't be that hard to, like, realize that, like, I deserve to be in the world and I deserve to take up space just as much as anyone else. But I think it's so hard to, so hard to remember that and, like, day to day. Because, of course, I always preach, like, taking time for yourself, self-care, things like that. But as I look back on it, as I, like, look back onto it, half the things I can call like self-care are just like normal things that I should be doing every day you know like taking time for myself shouldn't be like the ultimate luxury you know journaling or things like that or I some people want to fight me on this topic but I do think that crying is a form of self-care Not, like, where you're, like, making yourself cry and you're, like, sobbing and, like, dying. But taking time when you're, like, emotional and just, like, 
writing about it, thinking about it. I like to write music about it and just like sobbing, having a good cry, and then just like ending it, you know? You don't want to be in that state where you're like just sad all day and you're like crying off and on. Just have a good sob. Sit in your bed, have a good sob, and then be done with it, you know? Cut it off. Watch a sad movie, preferably a short film, and just cry it out. Cry about everything and then just like end it, you know? Because if I don't cry about like everything, I mean, what? If I don't cry about everything, I cry about like anything when it's time when any small emotion comes up, you know? Because that's the most embarrassing thing when you're in like a Zoom call. And, like, some authority raises their voice at you, and then you are sobbing about your dead dog for the next ten minutes, you know? It's not right to um, not give yourself the same uh, authority or permission to show emotions that you show everyone else. And I think that's hard about being, like, a nurturer is... Or, and like a people pleaser is giving everybody else the chance to show their emotions and talk to you about things and take time for themselves and be able to be taken care of but you don't let yourself be taken care of or things like that because like I'm I know I do this and I know it's something I need to work on but in the moment, I don't want to, you know, and I think that's, a lot of self-care isn't easy to do. It's not easy to make room for yourself in your, in your time, things like that. And I think that's actually a, a good point about, you know, all of us having to stay home for what, almost a year now is that there's no one else for me to take care of right now. So it's just me. And like I'm stuck with I'm stuck with this gal. There's nothing else I can do about it. So I have to do everything I can to like better myself because like I I hear everything. It's not like I'm talking to someone else. I'm talking to myself all the time. So I am having to focus on these conversations you know getting ready for the conversations i have once we're done with this and like as i'm talking all this stuff makes me sound like really sad i'm not sad like okay i'm sad once in a while but i don't have like a you know i'm not a sad person (laughs) i think that being an enneagram four 100%, this has nothing to do with the topic, but take the Enneagram test. It really makes a lot of sense. I'm an Enneagram type four. So uh, one of the things about that is that I'm very comfortable in my emotions. So I'm very comfortable in like a melancholy state, which some people like can't do. But like if I'm sad, I'm sad, you know, I'm handling it in my mind to the point where I'm not like even if I'm having the worst day ever I don't cry about some things and someone's having the best day ever and I cry about everything you know it's 
the comfortability in my emotions that can be kind of hard to understand even even for myself. And I think that's also my 2021 goal is to figure out what this little mind of mine holds and figure out like what what I can do to understand my emotions and understand the way I experience things and the way I feel things because we're completely com com what complex creatures and to think that we uh we work the same way as any other person in this big old universe is not right we we're constantly changing and it's so or we're different than any other person and I think that's hard especially in families um when you have different personalities that butt heads like that it's it's not always the same like disrespect that we might think or the same like not understanding your parents not understanding you um it's just the way that we all experience emotions like that and it's it's hard to understand people's emotions when they don't talk about them so that's why i share all my emotions with every single person i've ever met and it's not right and it's not always the healthiest but i do it and I think that's, I think because I have so many emotions and like, even if I talk to people all day about them, I'm still like confused about my own emotions at points. I think instead of like talking to random strangers on, on the bus stop, I really just need to start journaling or even just recording podcasts that I don't even post just talking about things. Because I think our emotions can be used as the biggest weapon against us sometimes. And I think it's not right to tell people of my emotions. And it's not right for them to use them against me. But it's not right for me to believe that everybody has my best interest in heart. And my best interest... uh, in mind i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) but i think that kind of like a new year's resolution like i hear all the time is like oh i want to work out this year i'm gonna lose all this weight which okay yeah work out be healthy live your best life but that i wouldn't say is my goal my goal is to have like is to continue on the path already started of like working out eating healthy like and just being more comfortable within my own body you know because like I'm I don't get another body I don't get another person to be so I have to be the best I can be here and I have to live the most happiness like even today, like, we got donuts, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have one. And then I was like, no, I am gonna have one, because I want one. And, you know, I'm not gonna overeat or things like that, but I'm not gonna 
keep myself from things that make me happy. And I think that that's just where I am right now. And maybe that's not the best mindset to have, but right now it's working for me. So, what are your guys' New Year's resolutions? I don't know. I always ask questions, like, thinking that somebody's going to reply. But, like, as I'm recording this, there's, like, nobody here. It's me and my gecko. We're just chilling. Nobody's responding yet. But my email is always open. And I am wanting to do, like, a question answering session. So, uh, so far I haven't gotten any. But once I have enough, I would love to do an episode answering, answering, answering y'all's questions. So my email is always open. It's princesspairpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send me a cute little email uh, asking me some questions if you want to. That'd be really fun. Uh, Also, follow my Instagram That's where I'm posting whenever there's a new episode out. They always come out at um, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Uh, Fridays at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So, I hope I see y'all next time. And until then, uh, I love you. Uh, You deserve to be here and you deserve to take up space. Bye-bye now.